Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Superachievers. For this episode, I'm interviewing Carrie Spranzi. Carrie is a resilience and wellness coach specializing in helping people find their joy of moving on, JOMO, when life hits the fan. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Well, before we get into JOMO, let's talk about you. Can you share a little bit about your background with the listeners? Yeah, so I am an American living in Amsterdam now. And um, I grew up and I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. And it was a wonderful place to grow up uh, with so much nature and mountains and deserts and things like that. And um so I've lived there most of my life, graduated from the University of Utah with an exercise and sports science degree. And I've always had this passion for fitness and moving and just, I mean, it's hard to not be happy when you grow up in such a beautiful place like Utah, in it particularly in Salt Lake, when you're just at the base of those mountains and you get all four seasons and so much activity that you can do and lakes and desert and all of that. So I've always just been an adventurer and someone seeking new experiences and joy. Um, When I was 18, I became a single mom and married my high school boyfriend. But right before we turned 21, that was over because I mean, I don't know about you, but I am certainly not the same person now that (laughs) I was at 18. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I was a single mom until I was about 30 and then um, got married again. That also didn't work out. I um, have lost two people in my life to suicide. I have also, uh, in 2017, got a stage four colon cancer diagnosis that just turned everything in my life on its head. I had been an architectural um, product representative for 15 years. And uh, while teaching fitness and yoga and spin and, and all of that stuff on the side, and then that cancer diagnosis just threw the emergency breakdown hard on my life. And when I finally made it through the other side, as I talk to you now, I'm three years, well, almost three years, I guess. Don't quote me on my math here. 2017, we're 2021, but almost three years into remission. And and I would say I'm probably healthier now than I was before. But after surviving something like that, I was just like, I, I just simply cannot go back to selling resin. I, I just, if I do that and it's a wonderful product, it was a wonderful company to work for. I just felt like, what would all of it have been for? What would all of these things be for the single motherhood and the struggles there and the two divorces and just all the things that I mentioned, if I didn't do something with those experiences and the lessons that I learned from going through that, then what was it for? So yeah. I quit my job. I had a boy, a new boyfriend. He's Dutch. So I quit my job, sold everything I owned, moved across the pond. We got married and now I'm talking to you. So that's, yeah, God, the last 45 years in a nutshell, really. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So then that brings us to Jomo, because it sounds like you've got some experience in this area. 
Yeah. So, you know, your listeners and your audience probably know or have heard of JOMO. And traditionally, JOMO stands for the joy of missing out. And it's the antidote to FOMO, the fear of missing out. And I'll be the first to raise my hand and say that I am a FOMO junkie. (laughs) Prior to, prior to my cancer diagnosis, I was like the master hustler. I was saying yes to all the things. I didn't want to miss out. I just did not. I said at the beginning, I was such an adventure. I am still such an adventure seeker. So I was, you know, working my full time job. I was. I mean, many, many days looked like teaching a 6 a.m. class, then working my nine to five or my eight to five job, and then rushing to the studio to teach a 5.30 class, and then a seven o'clock class, and then sometimes even an eight o'clock class. And I would do that like four days a week and then teach one or two classes on the weekends as well. Wow. On top of like a social schedule and a husband at that time and a son in high school and just like craziness, absolute craziness. And so, the jo- the traditional jomo is absolutely works as an antidote f- for fomo and there is power in being able to find joy in saying no but in 2017 during my cancer diagnosis the fact that this disease cancer was forcing me to say no was forcing me to to do to stop doing things that I loved like I couldn't work out anymore I couldn't do yoga I I sometimes I was I was feeling so bad that the most I could do was walk to the end of my street and back and that felt like a huge day and that was incredibly frustrating for me. And a girlfriend of mine said to me, "You know, honey, maybe this is the time for you to embrace Jomo." And I looked at her and I I thought for a second and I was just like, no, no, that just, that does not work for me. That feels like I'm raising the white flag. Like I'm laying down on the road. Like I give up. I'm a sick person. I guess I'll figure out how to be happy with this. It just felt so opposite of, of everything that I am. Yeah. And so I changed it. So for me, JOMO stands for the joy of moving on. And what that means for me is, is that instead of being the the example that I like to use, and this actually happened is that during that time, a girlfriend of mine was, it's, it was summertime. I, my diagnosis happened in January. And so I was kind of fighting it for like 18 months. So the summer I wasn't working and, and I was on medical leave and all of that. And so all of my friends were having these like summer barbecues and, you know, pool parties and all of this kind of stuff. And I, one was like too tired to go to, had no energy to go. Plus in the middle of chemo, you know, my immunity is low. And so it, it was ill advised to be around that many people, just a lot of reasons why I couldn't do it. Yeah. And Jomo, my Jomo, the joy of moving on, gave me a moment to pause and say, I know this is me talking to myself, right? Like, I know that you're disappointed that you can't go to the party, but but what's the truth? Well, the truth is, is that you kind of don't want to miss the party just in case like some drama happens or something you want to be in the know. <laughs> okay, well, you could like, maybe that's a different, let's work on that sort of like wanting to be in the gossip, right? So that's one aspect we can work on. But the other truth is that there's two or three people at that party that you really want to see and you really want to connect with. And most likely you'd be talking to them the majority of the time. 
So use Jomo, the joy of moving on to call the host and say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Thanks for the invite. Hope it goes well. And then call the two or three people that you really want to see and just make a one-on-one coffee date with them. Nice. And so it's, it's that kind of attitude, that kind of, th- of thinking of just like, instead of just throwing in the towel and saying, well, I guess I'll be happy that I can't do this. It's breaking it down to really, what is it that you really want from going that? Why are you truly disappointed? And then how can you move on from that and, and make it happen in a different way? Like having a one-on-one coffee date with the person that you want to see or, um, you know, uh, getting it, going to a different gym that's more accommodating to you or finding the doctor that, that actually is, is, is hearing what you're saying instead of just giving you medication or whatever the thing might be. Right. Instead of like, Oh, I, I don't going and visiting my parents is hard because I, they don't listen to me, you know? Okay. Well then hire, hire a coach that can help you work through those issues and give you the language to have that conversation. It's about really taking action and taking control in your life of the things that you can, instead of just like resigning yourself to what is. Uh, So the joy of moving on, I mean, you've been through a lot of trauma in your life, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of adversity. Mm -hmm. How do you break out of that when you're so deep in that, right? How can you help focus on the joy of moving on? Yeah. So I think, for me, it started with gratitude. And you know, we hear this a lot, like wake up and make a gratitude list. And and sometimes it can seem really like cliche and flippant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, a gratitude list, that's going to fix everything, right? But it really, for me, it really did start with gratitude. I mean, cancer, like I said, j- disrupted my life in a way that I, I never could have imagined. And so... Yeah. It, it started really small with like, I am really grateful that I don't feel nauseous today. Mm. I'm really grateful that I can sit out in my backyard and listen to the birds and enjoy the sun. So it, it started small with these, with these little tiny things of that, that over time started to grow and started to help me see that like everything was not so terrible. Yes, cancer is terrible and it was awful while it was happening and there were some really hard things that I had to go through and 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 deal with. But that wasn't all that was happening. Yes that yes that's going on and there's also all of this other good stuff that's happening too in my life. Friends are coming by to to check on me. I have my backyard in the sun. I'm not nauseous today oh, actually I can taste this food and it doesn't taste like metal. And it really was opening up my awareness to the completeness of life. Because I think so, so often when something really hard and challenging or disappointing, sad is happening, it's almost like we, we get these blinders on and it's all that we can see. And we forget that there's, there's a whole lot of life also happening at the same time. Now, I don't, I don't mean to say this to our listeners or to anyone that you just gloss over what's happening. No, be mad, be disappointed, be sad, have your cry, get frustrated. All of those feelings are real and valid and valid. And 
when you've got that out of your system, right? So you can see these things or along with, right? So I can be super frustrated and angry and disappointed and sad that cancer is happening. And I also have the capacity to be happy that my best friend stopped by with, yeah. you know, an iced coffee or whatever she brought, right? Or that she just stopped by, right? I can sit in the sun and I can be sitting outside with my feet in the grass and be crying that this is happening and, 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 and feel afraid and, and also feel joy that the sun is warming my tears and, and that I, I can feel this. I mean, we have, we have the capacity to kind of feel both. So for me, it really started with that small gratitude and it, and then it build, it built for me to then looking at like, forgiveness, you know, forgiving myself for any pain and cause that I pain and hurt that I had caused other people, forgiving myself for being mad and frustrated and all of these things, right? Because Mm -hmm. when you are in the coaching realm and the self-help realm and the wellness and all of that, sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves like, oh, well, I've done the work in air quotes. I shouldn't be feeling this way. (laughs) And that's not true. Yeah. (laughs) So forget being able to forgive myself. And then that opened me up to like having compassion because then I realized like, wow, if, you know, I, nobody can see what's happening with me. If I don't tell someone what's going on, no one knows. They can't see the colostomy bag. They can't see the scars. They can't see any of that. If I don't say something. So in, when I'm interacting with another person, I have no idea what they're going on in their life, what's going on with them. You know, so it then opened up to having compassion for other people and just knowing that we all got our stuff that we're going through. We all got life happening. So a bit of grace, a bit of kindness, a bit of love, which then helped me just feel super abundant because I could just have all of this love for everyone. And then Jomo, right? And then the joy of moving on. And then it, then it just becomes a bit easier to be like, okay, that sucked. This is hard. Let's buckle down. What do we need to do? Let's break it down. My, I can talk to people now more easily to be like, yeah, when someone asks, how are you doing? And it's someone that I know, of course, you can be like, yeah, you know, today's kind of a rough day. I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling homesick. I'm feeling whatever it is. Um, and that's the Jomo. That's when you get to Jomo and you can really sort of live in this Jomo, then you can pull on all of those tools at whatever's happening in the moment to, to lift yourself out, be honest with how you're feeling, and then move through it, move on to like, okay, and what else is happening? And what more is there? Mm. Here? Oh, I love that. Okay, so now let's switch gears and look at that person who is go, 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 right? So they're deep into FOMO. Mm -hmm. They are in action, it seems like constantly, much kind of like you were before you got your diagnosis, Mm -hmm. sounds like, right? Yeah. How can they learn how to stop and turn it more into a habit of asking, you know, what's the truth? How can I make that happen? And so on. Yeah. You know, for me, it started... um, I was working on this, right? And um, apparently the universe was like, well, you're not working on it fast enough. So here's cancer. This is going <laughs> to really knock you upside the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we see you, but sister, you need to put this into a different gear. So um, no, but I, for me, exactly that you described it perfectly about who I was sort of pre-cancer. And what I, tr- what I was working on was before I said yes, was to just like take a beat 
take a breath and ask myself, okay, if I say yes, why am I saying yes? What is it from this experience, this, this yes, this thing that you're being asked to do, if you say yes, excuse me, what do you want to get out of it? Is it to, is it to boost your ego? Is it just for the gossip? Is it because you want to learn? Like what, what is the truth there? And then is that really something that you want? Because if it's like, you know what, I'm going to say yes to this party, but it's in a town that's 30 minutes away and it's going to be right after work and I'm going to be rushing. And really the reason why I, why I want to go there is because there's always some juicy tidbit that happens when you get her house and I don't want to miss it. And it was like, come on, really? You're going to just, <laughs> you're going to just make your whole life chaotic because, you know, for what some <laughs> gossip, it like means nothing. Right. And, yeah. and truthfully, is that really who you want to be? Is, I mean, are you, are you really later going to audition for real housewives? No, you're not. So like, <laughs> st- st- like stop it. Right. So it was really about becoming aware that this is who I am and, and getting into this practice of taking a beat, like yeah. just pause and ask, why do you want to say yes to this? What is the truth here? And then if you say yes, how, what is the domino effect in your life? And then, you know, is it worth it? Is, is that thing that you're, you're really wanting worth all of this? And is there perhaps another way that you can get it? I love that. And, and please don't wait for life altering news to make that change now. Right. (laughs) So agree. I so agree. Yeah. Oh, anything else we need to know about Jomo? Yeah, I just, you know, I think what I would say is that life is too, I I heard this the other day is that, um, that the, the days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the other, what I always say, which is just a different version of this is that life is too damn short to be unhappy and too freaking long to be unhappy. There is so much magic and joy and wonderful things happening in the world in your life. There are people in your life who light you up. There is springtime happening. There is quiet solitude winter days happening. Like there it's really magical if you can take a breath and breathe and stop and look around a little bit outside of your bubble, your world of what's going on and just see how crazy magical this world is. For me, it's hard not to laugh. It's hard not to find the joy. It's hard not to find the silly absurdity in life. And um, it's going to be gone in a flash. And when I'm 93 and I'm looking back at my life, I I want to be happy. I want yeah. to be happy about it, that I spent the majority of my time in joy. That's what I'm, that's what I'm after. Ooh, man, that sounds like a f- final piece of advice. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of sound like fi- know, final piece does. of advice. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's amazingly <laughs> deep and wise wisdom. But um, can you share that with your services and products for listeners? Yeah. So right now what I'm, what I do is one-on-one coaching. Um, and you can, uh, sign up for that just through my website, which is carryoncoaching.com. So my name, K-A-R-E-Y on coaching.com, carry on. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, one-on-one coaching is what I'm offering at this moment. And uh, we just talk about what's going on in your life and put together tools and systems that you can use to find your JOMO, to get your JOMO back and drop the overwhelm, drop the guilt and live your life with more joy. Oh, I love it. And I'm almost afraid to ask your final piece of advice. Oh, my final piece of advice is to laugh every day. Mm. And if that means you have to put on your favorite song and dance like Elaine from Seinfeld in front of the mirror and make yourself <laughs> laugh because that's the only funny thing you can have, you can see at that moment, then do that. But laugh every day because life's too short not to laugh and too damn oh. long not to laugh. I love that. I love to, I like to subscribe to that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you need a laugh, just you follow me on Instagram or call me up or something. I'll tell you, I love dad jokes. So if you, <laughs> if you can't find anything, you know, DM me through Instagram and I'll tell you a dad joke that will just make you laugh at how stupid it is. Awesome. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Carrie. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more about Carrie, visit her website at carryoncoaching.com. Interested in expanding your employee development program? Visit ChristinaEans.com to look at the many workshops Christina has available for you.